morning, Johto. My name is Lane here at the Goldenrod Radio Tower, bringing you your daily weekday news for Pokemon Go, Pokemon TCG, and sometimes a little Scarlet and Violet as well. Usually this is part of the show that I would give a call to a friend of the show, someone we're interviewing on Friday. That'll be back next Friday. I kind of wanted to do my own feedback, review, my opinion piece, kind of like what I believed of the Season of Mythical Wishes, what has been happening in Pokemon Go lately, maybe what's happening in Pokemon TCG as well. I don't want to leave them out. But yeah, this is kind of just a chance for me because when we do the show, when Jeff and I do it during the week, I just want to give you guys news, right? Like, we'll give some of the feedback of the community, but I usually want to give everything down the middle and not kind of put my own little pizzazz or what I think in there. Now, sometimes I am a radio man, so sometimes that does bleed through a little bit. But this is what I'm going to do today is kind of just a... What, where I think the community is going uh, and, like, the game itself. So let's go ahead and get into some Pokemon Go opinions. Let's do a start of reviewing Season of Mythical Wishes itself. Started back in December 1st, ran all the way through till this Wednesday, March 1st. Mythical Blade started back in December 6th. That was a $7.99 price ticket for Keldeo. Uh, has Keldeo made an impact not really. There's a little bit, I believe, in PvP. Uh, it was just more for a Pokédex entry than if you're wanting to get, like, a living dex. But I think with that, we're going to get Keldeo eventually. Uh, that was kind of what started what people joked about, like, the mythical tickets or just everything around of, like, we're going to have a lot of tickets during this one. Uh, we got Winter Holiday Part 1 and Part 2. They kind of started doing this back, I believe, this season uh before kind of like splitting the holidays into these second parts uh what was really weird we'll talk about it in a minute we'll talk about raid day in a minute during that time but yeah winter holiday was fine it's our normal stuff i remember the boxes people were really looking for those boxes and i believe those boxes were literally dog doo-doo and just trying to get people back in the game we got heading to hoenn raid day i love this event um this was when they introduced the Swampert, Blaziken, and Sceptile Megas. It was kind of, not like out of nowhere, but maybe it was. It felt like it was just out of nowhere and we really didn't know about it. But you did a bunch of raids. I feel like Shinies were just being passed out like candy. I think I put out on my Twitter, like I caught like three or four within like an hour of all the different raids. So I really liked that one. Um, it was only a three hour long event, but it was kind of good. Like, because we already had good Swampert, Blaziken, and Sceptiles more than likely. But this is just a fun way to get more Mega Candies and stuff in there, but it was really fun. Elite Raids. Those were weird. Elite Raids are basically a way to get Hoopa Unbound. Uh, they were different. You knew a day in advance. This was December 10th, 11 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. You had a half an hour to do them. These took close to 10 people. You cannot remote raid in. Uh, the spawns after that were supposed to happen did not work. That after you completed, there were supposed to be special spawns around that I believe have never worked. That every time we have elite raids, and we announced a couple days ago that they're coming back, we don't know if they're going to be with Hoopa. But yeah, they've not worked uh, at all. But I do like the idea of elite raids. Some people don't like EX raids, elite raids. Um, I do like some of the stuff about like you're not able to remote in. It makes it feel special, right? We'll talk about remote rating and stuff here in a little bit, but it makes it feel special. Yes, it's it, usually it's two days, I believe, that they, they give you – there's multiple chances they, they did, did this with the Hoopa Unbound. But 11 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m., for me, no one was at the 11 and 2 p.m. There was not a soul other than my brother and I. We tried to go. Everybody went to the 5 p.m. That this would be a little better when campfire starts to be used more regularly, kind of get everybody in the community together and be like, hey – what time is everybody going? When, when can we get this done? 
Uh, December Community Day. That was fun. I was like a good Community Day. Same with Winter Wonderland. Hasuian Avalug Raid Day. Really weird. I'm going to let you know. Really weird. It was on Christmas Eve. If you're not in the U.S. or you don't celebrate Christmas, maybe it didn't affect you as much. But a majority of people, this affected in somehow, some way, because it was 2 to 5 on Christmas Eve. I still got my shiny. Uh, we did it, like, after, like, the family thing or we all the family getting together and be like, hey, you want to go do raids? Yeah, absolutely. It was a cool thing to kind of get together. That gets us ready for January. We got Pokemon Go New Year. Uh, that was fine. January Community Day is fine. Twinkling Fantasy, I actually really liked. I think a lot of people had some really good feedback about Twinkling Fantasy. We usually don't get event around kind of fairy and dragon Pokemon. And it was just a really cool time. I remember that being one of the last events that I like really like. I, I like all the events. I'm going to let you know. I play all the events. I do all the events. But Twinkling Fantasy was just really good. Uh, Go Battle Weekend, Steven Stone. That's where we got the rings. Lunar New Year 2023, it was fine. Um... It was all about red Pokemon. We were all about, like, Darmanitan, but no one really cared too much. Like, Darmanitan, uh, Shiny was there. Um, it came and went. That That's what that event. Uh, January Community Day Classic, awesome. Crackling Voltage event. Yeah, it was fine. Um, I believe, like, that was, like, the big Tapu Koko stuff. I like Tapu Koko. Like, that was, I think the Tapus are, like, my favorite of, like, their kind of, like, their own little circle. Uh, that was, I think, the debut, I believe, of Tapu Koko. Yeah, like that. I think January was a really good on events. Um, February itself, now that February is kind of over, uh, Valentine's Day was fine, right? Like, it seems to be this is opinion. This, this is weird because I'm actually like trying to share some of like what I think. Um, we're in a weird place where they want to do really big events, but a majority of the players in this game right now are in a very cold area. Listening to Roundtable Chat out and those guys, those guys had like negative two degree weather playing during these events. That a majority of players that are the 8 million active Pokemon players, it, it's been cold. I, I've been looking at the temperatures here in Goldenrod, looking at all the America temperatures. Uh, it's starting to warm up, I believe, a little bit, but you never know. March can always get one, two really bad colds and then just ruin it for uh, till April. But yeah, like it was one of those that Pokemon Go really has to watch. Uh, we did have Vegas. We did have Hoenn Tour. We'll talk about that in a second. Jeez. But yeah, like that is the kind of the thing is like you got to watch having these big events. Because if not a lot of people can do them and go out and get it, like, there's not a lot of stuff going on. Which kind of uh, gets us to February, right? Like, February was kind of, like I said, like, it was fine. Uh, the whole thing was, what are we doing for Hoenn Tour, right? Like, what are we, like, Love Disc and Mega Gardevoir and all that, cool, I loved it. But the whole thing was, we can't really ramp up a lot of stuff until we get to Hoenn Tour. Primal Rumblings I thought was cool. But then we got to Vegas, and Vegas had – there was two things in Vegas that I really think that I took back by it. One was if 17,000 extra people did show up on day one, that is crazy. That is something that I – that I, I, I'm kind of even still tiptoeing here is – I believe it's not a Niantic. Like, yes, people are saying – would you not believe a public park would have trainers? Yes. Not 17,000 extra one. If I had a... I was talking to Jamal about this the other day that uh, we I go to the Lord Up Monday Zoom call. Go check it out. But it was if I have a restaurant, let's say I have 100 people, right? I'm trying to do the math of kind of what they believed. Around 25,000 people, right, was supposed to be there on day one, I believe. Let's say I have a restaurant of 100 people. 
I have food ready for 100 people. I sold out for 100 people. That is what I'm ready for. And 75 people extra show up and not only are demanding food and like wanting to do that, are also critiquing me because I don't have the food ready for them. They're like, hey, you're a restaurant. You should be ready for people. But if that's what I prepared and sold out for my 100 people, why would I be ready for an extra 75 people? Like if that was extra like the math and everything behind it. Now I would be ready for, let's say five people, right? Like if Niantic was ready for, so they knew that was a public park and still people would play there. There maybe was some trainers that didn't even know Las Vegas, the Hoenn tour uh, was happening, but yeah, that, that, that was my big thing on Twitter. And I'm going to talk about this a lot is I really have been getting migraines from Twitter. People just really unnecessarily roasting Niantic. They're like, how dare Niantic not be able to prepare for 17,000 people? Yeah, they were prepared for 25,000 people. 50,000 altogether and 17,000 extra showed up. You want to blame the network problems on day one? You blame the extra people that showed up that bogged down those things that Niantic were scrambling trying to get the network together. Now, is there things in the game that didn't work during that weekend? Yes, that is what we fight about, right? That is where your feedback is. Because if you whine and complain at every little thing, then why are they going to listen? That if every single thing that you that is complained about, right? If there there's a lot of critiques going around in the community right now, that if you listen to the last sort up uh, episode, Ken's kind of going around everything of like what the community's mad about right now, and it's a lot. And if you choose to just fight on every single thing, Niantic's just not going to care. That if you're going to choose this high ground or choose this, like, this really hypercritical of Niantic, then it's just not, it's going to go, like, we got to pick our battles as customers, right? You want, you want to pick a battle, don't spend money. We did that with boxes. Boxes are getting a little better, but yeah, like, Niantic sees that, right? This is one of those things that Niantic could not control all the people that came out to Las Vegas, but hey... There was some still the problems that they could have fixed. Primal rating everything that you're not getting rewards. That's on Niantic, right? That is not apart from all those people showing up. That the the event still, there was a lot of stuff happening. I wish I could go, but it was, there was a lot of things happening there that kind of, um, it's kind of reminds me of like a parent, right? Like I'm a parent that like, I'm never going to blame a teacher that if they can't watch my kid 24 seven, right? Like if something happens and they missed it, they can't, they can't be ready for everything. Um, and I think that's what with Hoenn Tour, there was some stuff like technological tech, tech issues that let's say with the internet and stuff like that connection that you, it, you can't blame that much on them, right? Like they're 17,000 people is a lot. Um, hopefully that's a true number, but yeah, the rest of it, like the in the in game issues, that's definitely on them to like get out the bugs, right? Like if we've been doing these elite raids and we haven't even had one successful one, um, then what the heck are we doing here? Like we at least like to, to fix those, but I know every single time they're trying to put out ways to help those. Like, I don't want to think that they're just going to put it out a broken game every single time. This brings me to remote raids. And at first Twitter was livid, right? We have the big, we have a lot of content creators coming out saying like, how dare you? This is going to ruin the game, whatever. This is a game to make you go outside and play and explore that we all talk about our raid in our local community have taken hits, right? That we have not been able to raid and do stuff uh, normally, like of people going out because remote raids has affected. Remote raids did get us through those COVID times. I, I don't want to get that wrong there. That remote raiding helped us all get through that. Remote raiding can help us here and there, but it's it's more of a crutch, 
right? Like it's more of a, it's not supposed to be relied on. Now, those outlier people that are streaming doing 50, 60, whatever raids a day, that's just, that's that's crazy, right? Like, that's your normal Pokemon Go players not doing that. That is an outlier. That is something, will it affect their content? Yes, that, that, that's very unfortunate. Uh, but that is something that it, it only is affecting small. And if the, the part of the game, right, and we, I've talked to a lot of other creators about this, part of the game is getting out. Are they getting rid of remote raids? A hundred percent. No, but here's why I think it feels so wrong to me is because they're doing what I call the, they're doing the boom pal. They're doing the one, two punch. They're doing, not only are they, they're, they're, they're more than likely limiting raid passes. They're also increasing the amount of raid passes. Uh, usually I think people would be complaining if there was at least one of those, like if there was just the increase, we'd hear complaints. If they would limit it without increasing, they would be playing. So just the both is a one, two punch just to right to the chin. But it was one of those, I think that's what it makes it feel bad. Um, maybe it's easier because it doesn't really affect me at all. I use all my Pokecoins for storage, different things, what like lure modules, eggs, different things. Like the raid passes to me that I use, I stack up on my regular raid passes. Like I kind of get it together and I think that it kind of hurt um, in-person raids. But I heard this from a lot of people too is that they need to make in-person raids uh, more attractive. Uh, and I agree, right? Like, kind of making uh, Hoopa raids not being able to remote it. It makes it a special thing, right? Like, I was always a kid that was anti-cheat codes when I was younger. Because once you got cheat codes in the game, it kind of just ruined it, right? Like, if it's one of those that... If you just get to do 50, 60, 100 raids a day for remote raids, um, kind, kind of defeating the purpose, right? Like, it's kind of... If this is the game to get us all go out and explore, learn about our community, make Pokestops, uh, that remote raids is kind of that small crutch that's, I do think there's a space for them, uh, because I do get people are busy and everything, same with myself, but limiting them, I, the, the, I do hate the raising of it, but that, cause just cause it's both at the same time, but hey, none of this is concrete yet. Uh, the rumor was they were supposed to announce it on the first, as of this, uh, upload that we're going to have Jeff as of Friday morning, we, we got nothing. So I think. What I'm trying to say is Twitter, Reddit, all those places are just so close to just wanting to, like, what is Niantic doing? The, the, the last part with it is with the Go Battle League stuff. I think a lot of people were really wanting Go Battle League to be changed and updated. That's where I'm going to kind of chime in here. It has to be updated, right? Like, we're going to get something midway through the season. Hopefully, we get something through. Um I'm not even a hardcore PvPer. If you listen to the show, I'll play your weekly cups when I have the Stardust. Right now, I'm really on grinding up and getting my four stars ready, kind of leveling up those to level 50, kind of just getting those best buddied, mega, max level, whatever it needs to be. But yeah, like it was one of those that I think a lot of people were waiting, wanting move updates and everything from this last update. We really didn't get that, right? So hopefully, that's one thing that they got to watch. And what I've learned more and more from this show is Niantic and Play Pokemon are two totally different companies. And yes, I know what you say, but they 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 don't really work together too much, right? That Niantic does want Go Battle League and like kind of in charge of all that stuff, but they're not in charge of the big Play Pokemon events. So you can tell that and you say, Lane, how do you know? Because the big events happen on like the same week. Like the same weekend, like Hoenn Tour happens, we're having two regionals. One in Germany, one in Knoxville. That last, the global, the 
Hoenn-Tor Global happens, we have two regionals. That we could have pushed that to a weekend maybe out of the four weekends that we don't have a regionals uh, and be able to do that. But, yeah, like, I think that's working together, but I think that's also, like, on Niantic. And I think there's a lot of people just really fed up in the community right now. I think there's a lot of people that are really negative on Twitter in those places, not because of what's happening. I think they may think that, but I think the main reason is because they don't feel like they're being heard. That they have so much negative response and they're so just bitter because they love the game. But then what happens is people like me, people looking on Twitter, people are looking at this like they're just shouting at the rooftops wanting Niantic to change everything. Why do they hate them? Why does Niantic hate this? And they're just kind of not listened to right now. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of stuff. I think we expected a lot from... Uh, Pokemon Day on Monday really didn't get a lot. Like I said, all of our announcements were kind of based on other things. Then one of our announcements was based in like Scarlet and Violet postcards with Gimmigool. One of our announcements was based more in sleep, uh, getting the Go Plus Plus. That if you didn't see, I secured mine from Best Buy. Thank you, Best Buy, for already taking my money for a July order. But yeah, like it is one of those things that I think the community is very angry right now, but I think it's at the, the wrong things, and I think they're just so frustrated that they're literally taking out on everything. Like, tomorrow, Pokemon Go can announce they're changing the map to purple, and we would have just a giant outcry of, how dare you, Niantic? How, can, how dare you change the map to purple? Um, when they're actually just mad about different things, and they're just frustrated about this game that they've been playing for many years of their life, um, and they just feel like it's being mistreated right now. And there's some stuff that uh, that hasn't changed, but you got to remember, Niantic takes a while for these changes. This is like not an excuse for the company, but they take a while, right? That's one of those big things that to change this game that has 8 million daily players, still one of the most played, believe, app in existence. Like, it's one of the most long, it has the longevity that we're still getting Pokemon Go PvP this year. That this game's continuing to grow. Um, it's just continuing to trust a company that really maybe not not deserves our trust right now, but just has a lot going against it. Like a lot of the community is against them right now. Um, just looking at them, but I think there's a lot of with feedback. It's like when when to know what battles to pick. Right, Th this is the end of it. Do I think Niantic is doing a great job right now? Um, they're doing fine. Like. I think they're doing enough to get by. I don't think they're doing anything crazy, like crazy cool. Like Rising Hero seems all right. Um, does it seem anything cra uh, like awesome? No. Uh, I looking at the events of like January for Mythical Wishes and something like that. Those were awesome, right? Like January was awesome. I thought December was fine, but it was something that we just got to look more in the future of what Niantic, I think, praise them for their praises and kind of let them know the feedback. But if they only ever just hear hate, they're just going to think you're the guy or person in the back just yelling, screaming, and that crazy aunt or uncle that screams at everything. That's everything I have for Pokemon Go. For the TCG right now, uh, my only feedback is, man, Crown Zenith, what a little bit of a bomb. That we, the cards themselves and the prizes, awesome. Sets great. All together, money-wise, cool-wise, um, that sets going up and down in value of secondary market. But in play-wise, what a big old pooper. Like, what a stinker. Uh, Radiant Eternatus was really cool. Um, I think that card's a trap in some decks. I think that I like Rotom V-Star. Been playing the crap out of that card. But other than reprints, all the new cards, I think they, hopefully they thought to try to shake up the meta a little bit. Um, they really didn't do that. 
So now we've got the same meta since Silver Tempest. Uh, now we're riding out all the way till April. That I don't, because I don't think there's a ban now. I think that you should have banned when like 12 of your top 16 was all Lugia. Uh, maybe that was the time, but now looking at top eights are different things. People are just trying to play not Lugia and just trying to make it through. That I think a lot of these like, no one's going to solve anything is what I always say at the end, that there's never going to be a really super new deck that we've seen other than like the Vikavolt decks to counter uh, Lugia. But yeah, like other than that is maybe we should have saw something like two months ago. Uh, they wanted to wait till Crown Zenith, but it did a whole bunch of nothing. Uh, but yeah, really looking forward to more um, Scarlet and Violet, getting more of the that set too. Um, trying to cover more VGC. I know like that. Uh, this is something I've been lacking of is trying to cover more of like the different terror raids and stuff. I want to do more of that in the future, but yeah, this is just a different episode that I always like to kind of peek behind the curtain. I always want people to know who I am. I said that last time we kind of did this, which was a very popular episode. Uh, I got a lot of feedback about that of, I think you hear my voice and you hear me every day, but who, who, who are Jeff and I, what are we doing in the booth? What, what is our plan? Um, I still play Pokemon Go every single day. I still trust Niantic as a company, no matter what they're doing, because I think they're going to make it right, because they have in the past, right? That's just something that they, they've done. So, yeah, let's get all that. If you want to hear or let me know how wrong I was, you can on Twitter, at GMJoto. If you want to find us on our emails, send us a good old emails, you can at goodmorningjoto at gmail.com. If you want to join our Discord and be more of this community, you can uh, in our show notes. I put that Discord link in every single show that we put up. If you want to help us financially, you can find us on Patreon with Good Morning Joto. That gets you exclusive kind of channels and everything in the discord if you say lane i cannot help financially but i can leave you a five-star review that would be great all right little different we'll be back next friday with more guests i got guests lined up for the next couple weeks but i just thought it was time because i i'm on twitter every day for this show right like i'm on i'm in the deep parts of the web looking at all different content creators people saying they're gonna stop playing for different stuff um let's just know to pick our battles here, right? Like it, it can be easily frustrated at the company, but let's just look at the, the bigger picture and kind of just wait it out and see what happens. Um, and there's better ways than just shouting at Twitter, um, your random reviews or your random rants and raves, right? Like there, there's submissions and different things to let Niantic know, let them know by your wallet is the number one way. All right, that's everything today. You can find us back on Monday with our normal show. We'll review uh, the mastery work Hitmon chain Hitmon Lee thing. I'm real loose today. I'll let you know. This is a little button down a button. This is a little more relaxed show. So we'll go over all the news and everything on Monday. Jeff will upload that new show Monday at 5:30 a.m. that we do live in Goldenrod City. Like I said, you can find us everywhere at everywhere I said about two minutes ago. All right, everyone. Hope you have a great Friday. Hopefully you like this show. It was a little different. Gosh, it's going for 20 minutes. Hopefully you have a great Friday. Trainers, I'll see you bright and early Monday.